0: All right, with uh, winter in mind and winter sports, Pyeongchang Winter Games just over a year away, and you might not be seeing the same kind of hobby, hockey action that we're used to. Scott Stinson wrote a great article in the National Post about the battle between the NHL and the players uh, as to whether they will play at all at the Winter Games, and we're joined by Scott on the line right now. Hey, Scott, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Happy Monday to you.
1: Thanks. You're as welcome.
0: So, uh, admittedly, I'm not a massive hockey fan. I do love the uh, Winter Olympics hockey, though, because everybody gets so excited about it. You know, Mm -hmm. I get into the playoffs and everything as well, so I was interested uh, to read your article this morning. Why doesn't the league want its players in the Olympics?
1: Well, right now, they kind of don't, and uh, the reason for that is there's a, a number of reasons. The biggest one, I think, is that as you mentioned in your opening there, the next games are in Pyeongchang, South Korea, which means that the games, the hockey games in particular will be on at a really weird time of day in terms of the North American audience. So um, I think they see like a log diminishing returns here where the exposure for the league and its players wouldn't be as good as it was, for example, in Vancouver 2010, when the games were happening in prime time or close to it all across North America. So The time zone thing is the biggest problem. Um, The other thing that the league, I think has long been skeptical on is they don't really have any participation in the Olympics in terms of getting the NHL branding or their logo, or even being allowed to take part in the Olympic festivities. The Olympics are really, really guarded in terms of who they allow inside the rope, so to speak. And it's basically their corporate partners and people who pay an awful lot of money to be associated with the Olympics. So, The NHL kind of gets told, yes, we'll happily take your players, uh, but we don't really need you anywhere in the vicinity. So I think that part has kind of always bugged the NHL commissioner, Gary Bettman. And I think given the time zone difference, um, he's just not that keen on necessarily having NHL players there. So... We're talking of about a stable here right now.
0: Yeah, I want to ask you about this because you know I was thinking about it while I was reading the article. You know, uh, the Olympics are for uh, the best in amateur sport in the world. You know, these bets mm-hmm. you know know—you're not supposed to be taking in any kind of salary. How does the NHL? How the how do the players? I've always wondered how do they get around that loophole because they're really p- professional hockey players. Yeah, they changed
1: uh, like a number of years ago. The the Olympics officially removed that aspect of the games where you had to be an amateur athlete uh you can take money you can be paid nba players have have played in it for 20 some odd years the nhl players have played there for for five uh olympics in a row now so It's not an official thing anymore. There are largely, you know, the vast majority of of the athletes at an Olympic Games are amateurs because there's no way to be a pro water polo player, for example. But um, the actual requirement that you can't take money for the thing that you're doing is is no longer an an issue for them.
0: Interesting. Uh, So back to the players. How, How do they feel about the idea of maybe being shut out of the Pyeongchang Olympics?
1: Well, the NHL players would like to go. They yeah. uh, they have said all along that they want to play. the. They love playing in it. I mean, it's a funny thing because the best players in the league get the chance to be Olympians. And as you know, when you watch those games and you see how much the players care about trying to win the gold medal, uh, it's something they obviously care very deeply about. And then for the players who don't get to go to the Olympics, you know, the, the bottom end of the roster players who aren't good enough to make those teams, they get a nice two week holiday in the middle of February. So, you know, the players as a unit all think it's a great idea to be part of it, but they, they don't, they aren't allowed necessarily, they're under contract to their NHL team. So if the owners and the league aren't interested in having the NHL players there, There's not much they can do about it other than try to, you know, basically fly there on their own and, and play hooky from their actual paying job. So unless there's some sort of agreement between the league and the National Hockey League Players Association, I don't think we'll see them there. But having said that, that could still happen. There is time, probably not until sometime in early January, they need to make an actual decision.
0: We're talking with Scott Stinson, who is the uh, sports writer for the National Post, wrote this great piece about Gary Bettman, the NHL, maintaining uh, the baffling opposition to the Olympics. Uh, And it's a global showcase and a ratings bonanza. But even with that in mind, they're not keen on uh, letting their NHL players go and play at the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics, which is just a year away, Scott. Um, let's talk about they came forward on Friday with a proposal. What was in that proposal? And when I say they, I mean the uh, National Hockey League.
1: Yeah, the league had reached they wanted after being kind of cool to the idea, they then went to the players association and said, "Hey, if you guys are willing to extend the current collective bargaining agreement by 3 years, then we'll consent to this uh, Olympic participation." And that took a lot of people by surprise only because that had never really been discussed publicly, that it was a factor. You know, these things essentially seem unrelated. But the NHL, I guess, figured that there would be some benefit in having the current labor deal go longer. So they thought if they could get this uh, approval from the NHLPA, essentially avoid having to renegotiate the next labor deal until 2025, which is obviously sometime in the future, then that would be worth it for them in terms of um, going ahead and just doing the Olympics like they've done the past five Olympics. So um, it was, I think, a a kind of shrewd move on the league's behalf. Uh, You know, they're not crazy about necessarily doing the Olympics. They know that the players are interested in going, so they figure, hey, if we can get this out of them, um, it might be worth our while. Uh, The players have since responded to say they're not interested in that. I can't say that I blame them because that's essentially foregoing their bargaining rates for something that's technically unrelated. So it's kind of back to square one. We haven't heard an official response yet from the league to the players saying they don't want to take this uh, deal. So, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see whether the league is going to come up with some other price that the players might be willing to meet or whether – You know, they're essentially going to say we're not going to do
0: this. I want you to bring up your, uh, put it in perspective perspective for us ratings-wise, because you did a great job in your article. Uh, You know, Gary Bettman in the NHL, they're saying, you know what, Uh, the the time's being so off, it's not really going to help the league. That's not really the way it played out in Sochi, though, where there was a, a direct time difference as well.
1: Yeah, there were, I mean, the ratings, obviously, for the Olympics, all do awesome in Canada. Uh, as everybody remembers in Vancouver in particular, it was like everybody in the country was watching that gold medal final. But even in Sochi, the, the two highest rated games of hockey ever on NBC Sports Network, which is the main carrier of the NHL in the United States, were U.S. Team USA hockey games from Sochi. So uh, it was the semifinal against Russia and then the the next game that Team USA played against Canada. And I, I, it's to me, this is the big thing. Like, you can say that there's no direct NHL benefit because the NHL doesn't get to promote itself specifically at the Olympics. But Which is hockey,
0: a load is because, I mean, everybody knows these guys play for the NHL. It's like saying well, that yeah. the NBA is not allowed to, you know, pro- promote yeah. themselves at the summer yeah. games. But everybody knows, you know, when the big names are playing basketball, where they play normally.
1: Well, yeah, and I think that, you know, if you're promoting the game of hockey and the sport of hockey and it's getting this massive national audience, particularly in the United States, where it is not a major sport, you know, like it is in Canada, then I don't see how you could argue that this is not benefiting the National Hockey League. I mean, if there are a few fans, you know, out there that watch, watch it during an Olympics and say, wow, this is really cool. Maybe I'll go check out the local team. You know, that's exactly the kind of marketing that you you can't get unless you have this really great stage. I mean, it's great that they want to, you know, stick to their knitting and and focus on the Stanley Cup playoffs and Stanley Cup finals, but nobody outside of the markets that are playing in those Mm. games really watches them in the United States. And who needs another scarf? Well, (laughs) that's the thing. It's just not, you know, it doesn't register the way the Olympics do. I think that's. That's a mistake on their part to sort of forgo that.
0: And you brought up the fact that audiences—it's for the Sochi games, eight million—and that can com- that compares to last year's the Stanley Cup final, averaged only uh, two million viewers in Canada. So yeah. there's a lot of uh, eyes on the Olympics. Uh, you know whether Bettman likes to think so or not. Is he kind of calling the bluff here, hoping that you know players really want their chance at a gold medal and you know ex- make their mark in history?
1: Look, I think he, I think as evidenced by the fact that they were willing to put uh, an extension of the labor deal on the line uh, as a price, I think it means that they're open to the possibility of the players going. I just think they want to figure out some way it benefits themselves. You know, what, what do we get for allowing you to do this thing that you want to do? And we're only kind of, not that interested in doing and so whether there's something else out there that he can get the players to agree to um i don't know i it's also possible you know to be honest that they will come back and accept that deal if that desperate to go but i doubt that because i think that i think that they realize that foregoing your bargaining rights for maybe the good.
0: length of your career yeah, you mentioned I mean, their career could last six seasons
1: well yeah the average the average player only plays a little less than six seasons if they if they do not bargain again until sometime after 2025 that means they will have gone from 2013 to 2025 without negotiating a new contract and anybody who you knows anything about labor negotiations would say 12 years is an absurdly long time to go without you know at least saying hey let's have a look at this deal and see if it's if it works best for both parties so i think it's crazy that they would you know agree to just essentially a deal that would mean the next people who would negotiate a labor deal are people who aren't even in the league now or won't be in the league for some time other than a certain, very, certain, you know, very small number of them who are quite young at this point. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that deal was really one that the players were ever that interested in taking. Um, so now it's kind of back in the NHL's court and we'll see if they come back to it with something new as a price or whether they will, you know, ultimately admit that maybe it's a good idea for them to be part of the Olympics.
0: Well, Scott, I, uh, I'm all in for, favor for the NHL uh, players going to the <laughs> Pyeongchang. I'll just throw that in there. Uh, all I'm right. guessing as a sports writer, you probably are as well.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's, more, it's better. It's always a better story. Think, sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. It's a big thing. So, Scott, thanks so much for joining me. I appreciate it.
1: Okay. It's my pleasure. Have a great day.
0: You too. Scott Stinson is, uh, the uh, post-media sports columnist.